and lizards, butterflies and mice. My name is Jared, and with me is my curious critter friend, Faith. Hello. How are we doing today, Faith? Good. Awesome. We will be your hosts for the podcast. We are honored and grateful that you've joined us here at the kids' table. Here at the Game Table Podcast, we take a look at various board, card, and other tabletop games. We give an overview, provide a little insight on how to play, and share some of our thoughts, all in an attempt to give you an idea of how well it would fit for you and your table. Today, we will be looking at My Little Everdell, designed by James and Clarissa A. Wilson, artwork created by Andrew Bosley and Jacque Davis, and published by Starling Games. My Little Everdell is a competitive game where the critters of the forest are playing pretend, each trying to build the best pretend city of all. Players can recruit allies, build structures, and prepare for a variety of parades hoping to please the royal palace. Please join us as we take a look at the cute and super fun play of My Little Everdell. All right, Faith. You can still hear me, right? Yeah, absolutely. So this game is all about pretend. Yes. And I know for a fact that you and your sisters love to play pretend. Yeah, we do. What is your favorite way to pretend? We usually play pretend by um, using magic. Magic. Okay. And I think that unicorns sneak their way into pretend a lot too, don't they? Yes. We pretend sometimes that unicorn magic school where we have different names like my name would be Lily instead of Faith. We would have pet unicorns that would have to discover their magic. And one time we built a huge fort out of couches, out of couch pillows. Nice. And I go on go on adventures to try to stop mean people trying to destroy the island and be careful for our unicorns. That sounds like so much fun. I love it. Yeah, I feel like every day I catch you and your sisters playing pretend something. And it's always so fun to watch the stories that y'all come up with. Well, Faith, I'm going to take a minute and tell everyone kind of an overview of how to play. And then we'll give some of our thoughts. We can do that. Awesome. My Little Everdell is played over four rounds. Whoever has the most points at the end of the game is declared the winner. Each player is given a home board, three animal figures, and potentially starting resources and a starting captain and fort cards if you're wanting to give younger players a boost. The main game board houses the three resources in the game, berries, twigs, and resin. It also houses the four resource dice, the four different parade stacks, the round tracker, and eight cards that are placed beneath the board. The rest of the cards form the main deck and sit face down next to the board. At the start of the round, you roll the resource dice and gather goodies. Gathering goodies allows you to collect the identified resources or point on each of your green cards. There are five different colors of cards. There's green, red, blue, purple, and gray. They each do something different. The green is going to give you the resources like we talked about, The blues will typically allow some sort of a bonus to uh, cards that are going to be played later on. The reds typically will add another space 
for your uh, animal friends to go and find things to do. The gray cards will be one-time abilities that will happen right away, and then you don't do anything with them for the rest of the game. They just sit in your space. And then purples will typically have end-game scoring points. After you've gathered your goodies, players will take turns playing one animal figure at a time. On a player's turn, you take one of your animal friends or animal figure, kind of either way, from your home board to a spot on the board. Or again, if you have those red cards, it can go to one of those spaces as well. The main board acts as a worker placement game with one slot for each of the four resource dice, which you've rolled. The dice rolls contain any type up to two resources on the die. And it could contain a berry or like one of each kind. Yeah, so come up to three. Or it could have a mixture of like a bowl and then a wood, a berry, and a resin inside it. And that means you can choose whatever resource you want. And then there may be a coin next to it or there may be two. That's right. When you go to that spot, you collect those resources and then no one else can go to that spot for the rest of the round. If all those spots are taken or if you don't want one of them for some reason, then you can go to the one of the three main resource spots, which can have as many figures as someone wants. Once you've placed an animal figure in a spot and collected the resources from that spot, you can purchase a card. Cards will have different costs depending on their abilities. You will need a combination of either berries, wood, resin, or multiples of different types. Once you purchase the card, it goes into your personal play area. Then you immediately replace the card in the middle. Then play passes to the next player. This continues until all players have played all three animal figures. Players then return their animal figures to their home base and move the first player marker and round marker. And then a new round begins. After four rounds, the game is over. Points will be scored from individual card values, special scoring abilities of those various cards that we talked about, parades, points you collected during the game from various cards, and leftover resources. The player with the most points wins. One more thing to note here. Parades are collected when you meet the requirements of that given parade. There are four parade types. When you collect five mice, when you collect five forts, which are both two types of cards that you collect in the game. Uh, Collecting three of one type of card, except for green. You can't collect three greens and then collect that parade. And if you collect all five different card types, again, green, blue, gray, purple, and red. You do have the opportunity to collect multiple parades, but you're only able to collect one on each turn. These do count for a certain number of points depending on when you get them during the game. So if you're the first one to collect a particular parade, it will give you six points. Second parade of that same type will give you five. That's right. And then what's the next, Faith? Four. And then? Three. That's right. The faster you can get a parade, the better off you're going to be. So now that we have a better idea of how to play, let's dive in and discuss. Let's talk about the artwork in this game. What do you think about the, what I will admit is a very cutesy artwork style? It's very true. And especially the minifigures. I like Mm -hmm. how they actually designed them to look like real things. Like yeah, they the four like different in real life. The four different animal types. Do you remember what they are? So it's butterflies, 
foxes, lizards, and mice. That's right. And they're all really cute. You're right. Those figures do look really cool, and I think they really add to the um, the design of the game. And definitely a much better feel than if you were to just add cubes to the board. I also like how that it looks like a fairy tale. Ooh. And it also looks real, too. Yeah. Like, the butterflies and the mice look very real. They just... But this is like a fairy tale. Yeah, so it's got kind of a mostly realistic but slightly cartoonish feel to it. Yes. Yeah, I agree. I really like that. And I like that the castle looks just like a twisted tree chunk that looks just like in real life. So Ooh. it's kind of like has like a house in it. Like I said before, it also it looks like a fairy tale, but it also looks like real life. The fairy tale part in there is that there's a house inside of it, but the real part in there is that trees do sometimes get hollow mm-hmm. inside their trunk or get twisted. Nice. That's really good, Faith. Very good. Anything else on the artwork? And I like that the sun and moon are tiles. Yeah, so the sun marks the first player for that round, and the moon keeps up with the different rounds in the game, That right? Yeah, I like that. Awesome. Very cool. What's some of your uh, favorite parts of this game? The last round, because everyone can get all the cards to try to win the game. Yeah, so in that last round, you're starting to build up your engine. You've got lots of different resources going on. Yeah, usually, like, for the first three rounds, you're like, I'm just going to keep doing this, and I'm going to go slow. There's nothing to worry about. And then when you get to the end, you're like, oh, no, I went so slow that I don't think I'm going to win. I'm going (laughs) to go really, really, really fast. Yeah, that does happen sometimes. All right, what else? Um, and I like getting parades. Yeah, parades are so fun, aren't they? Yeah, I think for me, I really like that this game has a lot of different combos and the cards that they have. And I also really like, too, that they've built in several mechanics to allow parents to play with their kids, but give their kids a little bit of a boost so they're more on an even playing field. I really enjoy that. Yeah, that's really cool. Yeah, because I know that you and Joy really like the fort and the captain, correct? I like them. Yeah, they're pretty cool. Faith, do you have some strategies that you want to share for our dear listeners? Yeah. Um, I think you should pay attention to other payers' resources. That's true, because you might want to go for a card, but you're several resources away and think, oh my goodness, I could go ahead and just start saving for that now. But then you look across the table and somebody else is already most of the way there and they're probably going to buy that card, right? Yeah. All right. Very good advice. What else you got? Getting parades as fast as possible. You do really like those parades. So we talked about earlier that they have different combinations that you have to achieve to be able to get those yes. parades. So is it is it because of the points that you like the parade so much? Or is it because you want to conduct a parade? Conduct a parade. Okay. All right. All right. What else? Don't focus on the big cards early. You don't focus on the big cards early? Yeah. Why is that? Because, like, the Everdell tree is the most highest thing you got to get. Yeah, it's pretty big. Three woods and three resins. That's right. If that comes out on the first round and, like, like you flip over it on the first time you flip over the cards. It might happen, yeah. It might happen. Um, don't go for it. Why is that? Because it's... Go- 
worth a lot of points, but then you aren't able to get parades. And then yeah, and you're the also parades. spend. Oh, sorry. Finish up what you're saying. I'm sorry. And then if you got like six plus six is twelve, and then plus and then plus another six, and then plus another six is really, really, really good. And that's more than just seven points. And that's that's going to be a really good score at the end of the game. So I'd say try to get parades as soon as possible, like I said earlier. Sure, that makes sense. And so you might say that even though the other cards are not worth as many points on their own, when they start working together and you start adding in parades, yes. it's worth more points overall. And it's yes. not any more work. No, that totally makes sense. Faith, I think that's some great advice. Is that all the strategies you have for us today? Yep. All right. So what about... I, I want to add one more, actually, I think. I think that it's very important to be able to have multiple strategies in mind when you're planning out what you want to buy next. Because it's very easy to get resources in this game, especially starting in the end of round two, beginning of round three, you can start getting those resources really quick. And you want to be able to say, okay, I really want this card, but if Faith buys that card before I can get to it, then this card or this card might work too. And so just leaving yourself open to different options, I think is really important. Yeah, I get what you're saying. Like, um, like if somebody isn't, looking at a strategy and like is going for the ever everdell tree um i'd say you really want it then but then you remember the strategy that that we said on the podcast don't go for the big cards first and then you're like this is not kind of like a big card it's kind of like you just gotta get like three you just gotta get four berries to buy it absolutely Faith, is there anything that you don't really like about this game? I got a sister, Joy, and I don't like seeing her cry when she doesn't win. I I agree. I don't like seeing Joy cry either. It's uh, somewhere Joy... Joy is trying really hard at this game. This is one of those games that I think that the age range is actually pretty spot on where it says six plus. Joy is five. Our experience has been that Joy likes to play... She gets it, but she doesn't always see all the combos. And so we've been trying to teach her. And I think as she practices more and gets a little bit older, she's really going to start to see that. Um, But she still has a great time. I think if you have five-year-old kids, you can absolutely introduce this game. But five would be the absolute minimum that I would recommend to play on their own. Especially little kids. Like if you have, like, I have two sisters, a five-year-old and a three-year-old. That's right. I'd say that if you do have little kids in the house... (laughs) But they don't have anybody to play with because all the other kids are big kids and they know how to play the game. I'd say you probably want to, if they like want to play the game, a game, and but they have nobody to play with. I'd say you'd want to let them be on a team, but like help you with it, but not like play the game themselves. Yeah, hope typically will say that my little Everdell is too old for her. Yes. Or too big for her. Yes. And so I agree. Hope definitely needs, as a three-year-old, needs a teammate. But Joy is close. Joy's figuring it out, which is good. And I'm pretty close to... I'm pretty close to beating the age number here. <laughs> you definitely turning, are. I'm turning eight this year, and Joy's turning six this year. That's true. And Hope's turning four this year, so we're all going to be able to play the game, and I'm going to probably win a lot. Because, Whoa. <laughs> yeah. 
Are, is there anything else that you don't like about the game? Uh, I don't like that the rounds are too long. Interesting. I really wish they had three rounds. Yeah, I think I'm with you. I think the extra round, especially if when you get into the younger counts, is not... You don't need the extra round. I think you could do three rounds in this game and still feel like you played a full game. Yes. I'd say that's pretty easy to house rule if you want to make that adjustment and just announce it on the front end. Did you find it difficult to learn this game? Um, It has lots of different cards. There are lots of cards. That's right. And it has lots of different kinds of symbols to learn. That's true. Some of the blue cards in particular will just refer to the symbols of the different colors. They are color-coded, but if you don't know what you're looking at, it can be a little bit complicated. So there is a little bit of symbology to learn for reading some of the cards. And for the kids in particular, that can be complicated. Um, But then once you did learn the game, did you find it difficult to play? Um, It was frustrating when the players, when another player takes the card I want. Yeah, that is always very frustrating. But outside of that, do you think that it was difficult to play? Or did you find once you've learned the game? Overall, it's easy to understand once you learn. I would agree. I think that the, the, the game itself plays pretty streamlined. And I definitely enjoy that for sure. All right, Faith, let's discuss our grading and final thoughts, okay? I will go first, okay? Is that all right, or would you like to go first? Can I go first? Sure, go ahead. Um, I would give this one thumb up. Okay. It's a good game, but I'd say not as good as other games. Okay. Anything else that you want to share for final thoughts there? Um, it's cute artwork. Definitely. It's fun to build for parades. Okay. This isn't a game to play all the time, but um, I it's a good family game. Yeah. Your turn. Thank you. I am going to give this game two thumbs up. I really like this game. That's three thumbs up for the entire grading. Whoa. I, I really enjoy the artwork. I love the way this game plays, especially for a kid's game. I... Never played the uh, normal version of Everdell. Uh, I just never got it into to the table. Me neither, but it's a really good game. It is a really good game. And I want to try the full game of Everdell now that I've played this one. Uh, so definitely intrigued by that. Yes. Really good game. Oh, you want to try the Everdell game now too? Yay. Well, there you go. We might have to do that. I really enjoy that both joy and faith can get to the table and even hope with a teammate and we can all make choices and feel like we're actually playing the game and there's not too much of me having to explain it to them every single time they just kind of make their own decisions which i really enjoy Uh, so for me i give it two thumbs up well faith it has been an absolute joy having you here at the table today and thank you to all you listeners for being here as well If you have feedback or want to give us your thoughts on the game, we would love to hear from you. Links to our socials are in the description. If you don't like socials, I get it. Shoot us an email at thegametablepodcast at gmail.com or find us on BoardGameGeek. Five-star reviews, subscribing in your podcast player of choice, following us on socials, if that's your thing, and joining the conversation on Discord. These heroic actions are immensely helpful in growing this podcast. Special thanks to Angie Santiago for our cover art and to Anna Snyder who made the music. Join us next week as Ian and I take a look at the game Commissioned. In the meantime, may your dice rolls and your card draws be blessed, 
and your experiences at the table be ones to remember forever. Bye-bye! Bye-bye.